0: It's not how many people we can put in jail. It's how many we can keep out. We have obligations to them. Everybody know that jail is a revolving door. That's supposed to be a rehabilitation station. But are we doing that? So we got to find better ways to rehabilitate our people before we send them back in the streets and also make sure we get some wonderful pastors in there to get inside there to witness these folks. So well, once again, this nine, April 29th starts early voting, that's through the 17th of May. And I ask you, I pray, that God give you the strength to help put me in that office. Thank Amen. you. If Amen.
1: You. you have your Bibles. we start with me to Psalms 46. While you're turning there, if you'll notice, uh, many of our services are definitely uh, we're growing we've been growing we've got lots of ministries that are coming Uh, small groups are going to be starting soon they're going to be having a meeting uh, if you're interested in that on the 7th of february and uh, just a lot of things are happening and we want that we're a large church a growing church now with that uh, it's obvious that we've got to have space Uh, i did meet with a contractor a few weeks ago that uh, we really liked so hopefully, uh, hopefully you know we we saw what God was going to do for a year, and God did a lot of great things. So hopefully, uh, with the leading of the Lord and the board, and uh, and uh, and you guys as well, uh, we'll be making space and continuing to grow. I mean, how many How many agree with that? have your Bibles. Turn with me Psalms 46. <laughs> Psalms 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed. Though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, Though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of Hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth! He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh, he breaketh the bow, cutteth the spear in sunder, and burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I want to preach for a few minutes from God is our refuge and strength. And I want to talk about overcoming burnout. Overcoming burnout. Pastor Monday, would you lead us in prayer? Lord, within the source. The things that we ask for yeah. that you past, yeah. Speak through him. Yeah. Hear ye him. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> I want to talk about burnout a little bit today. And burnout can be effective. It can be spiritual. It can be physical. It can be emotional and each one will affect the other. If you're burned out at your job, it is going to affect you in your church. If you're burned out in your church, it may very well affect you in your family. If you've got burnout going on in your family, that may affect all areas of your life. And and sometimes with burnout, the problem is is what burnout tells us to do is it tells us to quit whatever we're doing, and that's not always the answer. Quitting is not always the answer. Sometimes it's time to get some help. And we need to realize where our help comes from. Amen. God is our refuge and strength. He is a very present help in time of trouble. I was working as a paramedic. It's been decades ago. And I, I, was already, I had already been through a lot of bad calls. a a lot of traumatic things that I was having to deal with and then I was called in the middle of the night to a 12 year old in a rollover MVA or MVC and when I got there I thought it was an older person because the car rolled over and then secondarily it blew up and I couldn't tell who was in there. I found out later it was a 12 year old and that affected me emotionally and uh, I I was struggling handling that I just couldn't shake that one off and move on and uh, apparently he had uh, snuck his parents car out of the driveway and went out for a joyride and I had what made me feel so bad is I had done that myself don't tell my mother (laughs) (laughs) many times we have pushed that car out the driveway, I better stop, we'll give the and Children's Church, right? Okay, okay. And I had pushed it out, and then we would push it down the road, and then we kind of put it in gears, we rolled down the road, and out of there we were gone. That was okay until the night that I pulled back in the driveway, rolled it in quietly, cut it out, walked up to the door, and I started putting my key in the door. And, the door and all of a sudden, the door starts turning. I'm like, "Whoops!" But, but this uh, this child affected me so badly that I took my jump kit, little bag that we carried. I took my helmet. I was on a rescue team. I took it all, and I went to my boss and I said, "I'm done. I, I, I can't do this anymore." I ended up selling termite contracts for a period of time. And in that time, I, I started learning to lean on Jesus and not on my emotions. Yeah. And I ended up going back to being a paramedic after that and, and continued to do that for some time. But, but that burnout that I'm talking about will cause you to do things that you don't need to do. Does anybody know what I'm talking about when yes. I say it, right here? Yes. Uh, and it, it, it the psalmist said, God is our refuge and strength. He's a very present help in trouble. Yes. Paul told us that we live in perilous times in second timothy three this know that in the last days perilous times shall come it's hard to live in perilous times especially if you don't know where your help comes from jesus even the disciples asked him in matthew 24 they wanted to know when are you coming and when's the end of the world and he said he told them he said you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars and These things must come to pass. National rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilences, earthquakes in diverse places. The world's not getting any better. There's war in Ukraine. There's war in Israel and Gaza. And There's threats on every side. I was talking with a brother this morning. He was talking about our ships getting attacked at different places over there. And, and, and all these things are going on and all these things are happening and there's stress and you hear the news and you get more stressed and you read the, or you read the news and you get a notification on your phone and something else and, and that stress goes into your life and it builds up with everything else that's already built up inside of you. And, and the thing is with all of it, what burnout will make you want to do is to quit. Whatever you're doing, it'll make you want to quit, it'll make you want to throw in the towel. But we can't quit. Matthew twenty four and thirteen says, He that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. There's no I've been doing strength. That strength is... If I looked that up and it said stronghold for defense. So one shelters you and one defends you. Amen. One shelters and one defends. But for Him to be your refuge and your strength, you have to allow Him to be. You have to allow Him to be. you got to be His. you got to be part of the bride. you got to be part of the bride. And yet... While we all say we would be part of the bride, Matthew 7 declares, Many shall say to me in that day, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name cast out devils? And in your name done many wonderful works? Then I will profess to them, Jesus says, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. What were they doing that they lost out? What were they doing that they quit? Well, what was wrong? Was there a wrong motive inside of them? Or maybe somewhere they got off course and, and and they never got back on course. Perhaps some of them went the way of the transgressor. And maybe they thought it was okay to keep doing their sins and coming to church on Sunday and talking in tongues and going back out and doing their sins. We got Two helps and one amen. (laughs) Falling into transgressions. Losing tempers. Flirting with people other than someone's spouse. Being bitter toward one another. Just simply saying, I'm sorry without repentance. Maybe that was some of it that led them to being workers of iniquity. Yet His grace is sufficient, I know. But what about when someone mocks His grace? Obviously, when we serve Him, He is our refuge and He is our strength. He is. But I think far too many people say they serve Him and want Him to be their refuge and strength, but they want to serve another master. He says, I'm not going to share my glory with any other. If you serve him, if you serve him, there are so many benefits. I think that's one of Brother Duvall's favorite scripture. If you serve him, there's so many benefits. The psalmist said in 103, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Forget not all his fire out of the midst of a bush and he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed a little later in Exodus 20 God is promising his people and then he says in 23 and 20 behold I send an angel before them not those that aren't his those that are his. I send an angel before them to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. God has something prepared for you. And there are angels in a world right now going in front of you everywhere you go. They're going before you when you go there. And that's what he's telling Israel here. I send an angel to keep you in the way and to bring you to the place that I have prepared. He says, beware of him, obey his voice, don't provoke him. He won't pardon your transgressions. My name's in him. But if you'll heed his voice and do all that I, the Lord, all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies. Does anybody need an enemy to your enemies? This is a pretty bad. serve the Lord your God but what happens when you don't serve him what happens when you don't serve him hallelujah praise God somebody give the Lord a hand Ecclesiastes 12 and 13 let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear God keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man for God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing now listen to this whether it be good or whether it be evil sometimes good people get burned out because maybe nobody recognizes all they're doing Sometimes good people get burned out because they don't think anybody knows the person they invited next week. The 5 a.m. prayer they prayed for someone. The time that they bought someone that was hungry food. People don't see all of those things. But I'm here to tell you what, what Solomon is saying is God sees those things. He's got a tally of those things. And it, it, it says... He sees with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil, God sees. God knows. So, so now if, you, if you were at the club last night and you're going to come in here and you know everything's good, then God sees that. God sees. He knows that. You're not keeping that quiet from anybody or any, anyone. God sees that. He knows it. In the same token, if you prayed for somebody at the grocery store yesterday, nobody in this church knows you prayed for them. If they, don't, they don't need to know. God knows. And sometimes we do like accolades. Oh. It's easy in the span of time for any of us to get caught unaware. The cares of this life take over. Perilous times coming in. If one scripture even said the enemy was going to wear out the saints in this time. Busy going to and fro. Things that get us tripped up. We don't just backslide. We slip. That's right. We start backing up and backing away, and then backsliding becomes easier. But you need Him. We need Him. We've got to have Him. Why? He is my refuge. He is my strength. championship and all that. It isn't who wins the championship. It isn't how big someone's bank account is. It's not about making money. It's not about your investments. You can't take that with you. You can't take that with you. What you What you do for God. What you do for God. What you do for God. And I'm talking to some people right now that God has been speaking to you, that God has been calling you, and God has been reaching for you, and He's been wanting to draw closer and closer and closer to you. And He sent me in here today with this message to tell you He's got great benefits for your life, and He wants to be your help in a time of trouble, and He wants to be your refuge, and uh, He wants to be a friend that sticks closer than a brother once scripture says. Take that stuff with you. We can't just be a good person. We can't just be a good person. We gotta be a godly person. We gotta be a godly person. Psalm in 49 and 7 None of them by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. You can't pay money that you save up in this life and buy somebody's way to heaven. Amen. Says it right here. He says, for the redemption of their soul is precious. It's precious to God. And you can't buy it, you can't spend any amount of money on it. Verse 15, if you skip down a little bit, it says, But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave. For He shall receive me. And then listen, verse 16, Be not thou afraid when one is made rich, when the glory of his house is increased. Man, that guy's got so much money. He's so rich. Why do not he do this with it? Why do not he do that with it? He owns this big company. He, he can fix all this stuff. Why well, doesn't he do that? He, he tells us right here. He's like, don't be afraid, don't be concerned when somebody's rich and when the glory of their house is increased. Don't let that faze you. Don't let that bother you. Don't let that affect you. You pray for them, whoever they are, because this is what verse seventeen says: For when he dies, he shall carry nothing away. that are sewn into the thing. Them. For it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Could you stand for a moment? Lift your hands all over this place, God. I want to serve you. I want to serve you. I don't ever want you to leave me. I don't ever want the Holy Spirit to depart from me. I don't ever want to have to be turned over to a different mindset, because I'm out of the way and not in the right way. God, I want you to lead me and guide me. Lord, I want to learn to take all my cares to you. God, I want you, not everything else in the world, to be my refuge. God, I want you to be my strength. God, I want you to be my ever-present help in times of trouble. God, I know times of trouble are going to come and they're going to go. But I need you during those times. I need to be able to lean on you. I need to be able to feel you and to sense you and to hear from you, God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand of prayer. Hallelujah. Psalms 34 and 7. I'm back to this. The angel of the Lord. Somebody say the angel. The
2: angel
1: angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear Him and deliver them. You ought to give God praise for that right now. Some some of us didn't even know that. We ought to give God praise. The angel of the Lord encamps around about you if you fear Him. Psalms 7:32 and 7. Now. Trouble, Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Oh, hallelujah! A song. He's wanting to encourage the discouraged. He's wanting to heal the hurting. He's wanting to save those that haven't been saved. He's wanting to touch your life. If you've walked away, if you slipped up, if you've backed up, God is reaching for you. He wants to be your God. He wants you to be His people in the name of Jesus. The psalmist said in Psalms 1, one of my favorite psalms, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. That goes deep. That goes deep. Who are you getting counsel for? That's who you trust trusting. That's who you're leaning to. Right. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. And doesn't stand in the way of sinners. You know, you can't hang out with them. They're going to pull you in their sin. Now listen to this. This happened to work for somebody this past week. Nor sit in the seat of the
3: scornful.
1: Don't raise your hand. How many? Blue, raise your hand, though. If you had to raise your hand, you sat in the seat of the scornful. Criticizing the critiquer, the rumor starter, the one listening to the rumors. But his delight, It's in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall not wither, and whatever he does, he shall he goes on, but the ungodly are not so. And, and here the psalmist is somewhat given this dialogue. If you live for God and if you commit your life to God and if you serve Him, this is what's gonna happen. And these blessings are gonna come for your come your way. But then if you don't, he goes on and it, it, it can't change his course. And it says, The ungodly are not so, but they're like the chaff, which the wind drives away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, for the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. I want to be Godly. Is there anybody here with me? God, would you lift your hand and say, God, I want to follow you. God, I want to hear your voice. God, I want to listen to your laws. God, I want to live a do, you've got to realize you have to protect your prayer life. Look at your neighbor and say, you have to protect your prayer life. There are things about your faith. You have to protect your relationship with God. Some people of faith do not protect what is sacred. They don't guard what is eternal. They assume God will always be there, and they assume when trouble comes, He will be their help, but God is not your genie in a bottle, God is not your lottery ticket, God is not your charge card, and He's not a 911 God if you don't serve Him, He wants to be your refuge and strength, but we must serve Him, we must serve Him, and you've got to to we don't guard. But we've got to guard what's sacred. We've got to guard what's sacred. If you don't know myself, I have to make my prayer life my first. That's that's me. Because if I don't, I'll get caught up doing all kinds of other stuff. I'll get caught doing all kinds of things throughout the day. I'll get busy. I got certain things in my walk with God I protect. My preparation, my study, my prayer, I have to protect those things. Because I never want to walk up here unprepared. I never want to minister to God's people. And I just skip to malude up here. You gotta pray. You gotta study to show yourself the to faith in God's faithful that needs to not be a Rather the word of truth. Because the enemy wants your benefit. The enemy wants your benefit package. The enemy wants to take that sacredness, that holiness. He wants to take, if he can get your refuge away from you, then when he attacks you, where are you going to go? Oh yeah, it's going to seem good for a little while. Until it's gone. Until it's gone. you got to set aside a time to pray. you got to develop conviction about church. You've got to develop a conviction about church. I'm just going to say it. You've got, you got to want to be here. You've got to try your best to be here every time you can be here. The enemy attacked me this morning. Gave me every reason in the world not to be here. But here I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't have time, you spend alone with God. If you don't have time you spend alone with God, you will hear his voice less and less until you don't hear his voice at all. The enemy wants you to give up your benefits. You got to guard this truth. You got to guard your prayer. You got to guard your convictions and not leave the door open. Exodus 15. Or Exodus verse 15. Chapter 24, verse 15. Moses went up unto the mount. And a cloud covered the mount, And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sinai. And the cloud covered it six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. We gotta guard the things of God. But in 2024. In 2024, we have got to learn to tarry. We are a microwave generation. I microwave. Generation. We like it fast and quick, fast food fast charge cards, we, we, we like when we go and we buy our groceries, we like to put that card in and it goes, pull your card back out, we don't want to wait, we don't want to wait for anything, uh, here, here, he tarried for six days, for six days, when's the last time we tarried for six days? He tarried for six days and it says that the cloud covered it six days and the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. We don't like to tarry. That's why we're in debt. We don't tarry. We don't tarry. I'd rather be in debt to Citibank than in debt to God. Yeah. Terry, it's worth the wait. Terry, it means you wait on the Lord. It means you serve Him while you wait. Tarrying doesn't mean I'm going to not do anything. I'm just going to wait. God's called me to, we'll just say, God's called me to be a missionary to, you Alabama. Anybody want me? and and, 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 and so okay God spoke to me now I'm going to wait and I'm going to sit here and not do anything and I'm just going to wait that's not how you wait they wait upon the Lord is like a servant that waits a table at a nice restaurant sir what would you like to be? Sir. Yes. Sir. sir. What would you like to be? Right. Yeah. Yes. What would you like to pick from me? Oh, sir, ma'am, would you like to <laughs> That's what waiting on yes. the Lord. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, when you wait like that, God opens doors. I've never seen somebody sit there and wait and it happens. No, but when you wait on the Lord, you have to tear it we have to tear When we come to an altar sometimes, we have to tear It's not like, Father, forgive me for all I've done. I'm sorry. I, I got our pot roast in the slow cooking. I got to get there at 1 o'clock. And I got to get the beans on. And uh, my son's coming over. My daughter's coming over. So uh, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry. I love you. God bless you, Jesus. Uh, no, Sometimes we got to get here and we got to pour ourselves out. God, it hasn't been good lately. I know I've made some mistakes. Yeah. Lord, I haven't been here as much as I needed to be. you my prayer life has been not been what it was. Lord, I, I know I, I listened to that joke I shouldn't have. And somebody around me was talking about somebody and I, I just feel like a trash can. God, I want to pour myself out to you. Forgive me. Cleanse me. I said something, God, that hurt somebody's feelings. I'm sorry for that. Forgive me. I don't ever want to hurt anybody. God, I don't ever want to hurt your people. I want to serve you. I want to love you. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, If I say all that and I go back and do it again, did I repent? I just said I'm sorry. But if I change, if I change, if I change, then I repent it. Hallelujah. We have to protect, protect our faith. Psalms 34, I read the scripture earlier. I'm getting ready to close. Sister Crutchfield will come and play something wonderful and melodious. The angel of the Lord encamps, read about them that fear Him. I read that. And delivers them. But then it says, "O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye His saints. For there is no want to them that fear Him. There is no want to them that fear Him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. God will provide. God will make a way. Serve Him. Protect your faith tarry for a move of God. Wait till you hear the voice of God. Wait till you hear the voice of God. Can I tell somebody, wait to hear the voice of God. The Psalm is seven forty-six. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, you can stand with me, I'm getting ready to close. We will not fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains carried into the midst of the sea, the waters are troubled, The waters are troubled. The waters are troubled. I'm talking to somebody in your life. The waters are troubled. You came in here. The waters of life are troubled. I don't know if it's trouble at work. Maybe it's trouble at home. Trouble in your distant family, maybe. Maybe the waters are troubled somewhere else. But God wants you to know He is your strength. He's your refuge. He's your very present help in trouble. You don't have to call 911 to get God. If you are His and you're in trouble, He is there. He is there. And though the mountains be shaked and carried in the midst of the sea, though the waters roar and are troubled, and the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. Oh, hallelujah. Is there anybody today in this place that you want to be his? Is there anybody in this place today that you want to tell God, God, I belong to you? God, I want to serve you. Is there anybody that maybe, God, I, maybe I haven't been doing everything right, but God, I want to, I need you to be my help, Lord. I need you to be my refuge. I need you to be my strength, God. The waters of my life are troubled. But God, I know that you are able. I want to cast my cares on you and trust in you. And you're going to see me through. God, I want to give it all to you because I know you're going to show me the way. God, I want you to lead and guide me. God, I want the angel of the Lord to go before me. God, I want the angel of the Lord to encamp around about me. God, I want to walk in your... In your grace and in your mercy. I want to feel your presence. I want to hear your voice. your body. He forgives your sins. He covers you. night of worship so we had an exciting one the last time so come out on Tuesday night and, and worship with us.
3: As, as we stand on our
4: feet, please remember all of our announcement as pastors already started. Um, this week, we um, for the midweek for the worship night, um, there will be no youth or life kids that day. So everybody will be here in the sanctuary. So just be prepared for our parents, bring snacks for your kids. <laughs> and um, and this Thursday and Friday. We do have our district camp meet, com- district conference at the campground. So that's Thursday and Friday. You can go online
2: and look at more. And if you want to sign up for baby dedication, if you have
4: a baby or child that needs to be dedicated, that would be March 10th. Link up with Christy Lynn. And pretty much that is it. As we prepare to give an offering, Pastor, we want to. Give honor and thanks to you. Thank you for a good word, ministry to us, strengthening us. Hallelujah. Reminding us of our refuge, our strength, the strong tower that we have who is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We always want to be reminded and mindful, hallelujah, of the power of Christ. Hallelujah. And who he is and what he is in our lives. Hallelujah. Let us go before the Father, we give thanks, Lord, and honor, Lord, to you, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, hallelujah, for your word today, Lord, as we give back, Lord, in the kingdom, Lord Jesus. That, Lord,
2: hallelujah, you have touched
4: us today, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, and touched our hearts, Lord Jesus, to pour out, Lord, and give back in return. We thank you, Lord, we praise you, we plead your blood in Jesus' name. Amen.